what you want, when you want it, where you want it. This is The Mesh. Welcome to Street Circle Drive here on The Mesh Podcast Network. Street Circle Drive is your Hickory, North Carolina-centric podcast for people who love Hickory, North Carolina. I'm your host today, Andrew Moose. We couldn't do this podcast without you, and we sincerely do appreciate you listening here today. Um, we'd appreciate it if you'd head over to the TV and subscribe to this show and all the others you might be currently not even aware of right now. All on our podcast, we have Countries with John Reap, Kathleen Madigan's Pubcast, I guess we'll do it with Pat House, Tons of other organic, hickory organic podcasts that are being produced right here in Western North Carolina. So uh, after you listen to this podcast, why don't you just tell a friend about us? We'd really appreciate it. And if, uh, if you're someone who's interested in advertising on The Mesh, uh, head over to TheMesh.tv and hit the advertise button for more information. It's a low-cost way to reach a targeted audience. Um, so today on Street Circle Drive, we have a very special guest. So just a little backstory for everyone. Some of you guys might remember a few years ago on the Street Circle Drive podcast, uh, Mary Margaret and McNally thought it would be a great idea to take me to Lake Hickory Haunts and get a really good chuckle at my expense because they know how much I get freaked out over haunted stuff. And I want to take this podcast today to invite the uh, proprietor of uh, Lake Hickory Haunts uh, onto the podcast. I'd like to welcome Ryan Settlemeyer. What's up, man? How are you doing today? I'm good, man. How are you, Andrew? Man, I'm doing great. I cannot complain one bit. I bet you you guys are just absolutely wide open right now, huh? Uh, yeah, man. Th- uh, first of all, thanks for having me on, man. It's a great podcast you have going on oh, here. Thanks, and, uh, oh, yeah. And uh, yeah, we're we are busy right now. This is our uh, the you know right about the peak of our season. So uh, so it is a crazy time, but it's a good time, you know, because you, you get bored, don't have anything to do. I'd rather be wide open than nothing, you know. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. So um, just, you know, I, first, you know, when when Mary Margaret McNally told me, a, you know, a couple of years when we were start talking about this, I had heard about Lake Hickory Haunts, but I wasn't really sure what it was. Even can you give us a little bit of backstory, maybe like how this whole thing came about and, um, you know, basically how you got started? Okay, so uh, so first, uh, I guess the a uh, lot of ways you can spin it. So one, I've always I've always loved haunted houses, haunted attractions. I love fall. I love the fall season. I love everything about it. Uh, but mainly, I love scaring people and I love putting on a show. Uh, and that started really if we start like all let's all the way back. Um, I guess the first inspiration that, that I had was from my dad, uh, who, uh, his name's Scott. Uh, my dad, uh, acted in the Hudson JCs over in Caldwell County back when uh, he was 16. Um, and from there he started to enjoy it. So then he did some, you know, volunteer haunted trails of his own, different things like that. And then when I was a kid, when I was, let's see, seven years old, um, we did our first volunteer haunted trail together uh, at his house over in uh, Hudson. And, uh, you know, I acted then. I, I ran a chainsaw as a seven-year-old, and I also right. ran the, the opening talking skit. Uh, and then the next year, I played a, a guy uh, that lost his head from the guillotine because uh, I was short. So, you know, that right. worked out perfect for the costume. Uh, and and then from there, man, uh, just 
over the years. Uh, another funny story, also my, uh, uh, my mom and dad, uh, when my mom was pregnant with me, they went through uh, what was at the time the scariest haunt in the country, which was Terror on Church Street in Orlando, Florida. Okay. So I always, I always make the joke that uh, I've, been, I, I've been hooked on scaring since I was in the womb <laughs> because, you know, that, that's when it started. Right uh, and on. from there, man, uh, you know, it just kind of progressed. And then we opened back in 2012. We had some partners. Uh, it was my dad and I and some partners. And then now over the years, things have progressed, changed. And uh, now, of course, I'm the uh, 100% owner at this point. But uh, yeah, I mean, I could go on forever about how this came about. Right on, man. That's real cool. It's it's it's. I love hearing that backstory where you know you have stuff like this in your blood, and that's what I think that that goes for a lot of things in our community. A, a lot of people kind of do fall into the into the family business and the family and the things that you know the, each family has um, interest in. You know, I think that's that's really cool that you've kind of you know kind of picked up where your where your dad was, and then just completely expounded this thing to what it is now. This podcast is sponsored by Jackson Creative, a custom communication agency located in downtown Hickory, North Carolina, specializing in online content creation. To learn more, visit thejacksoncreative.com. Jackson Creative, we tell your story. Uh, Lake Hickory Haunts is in Collie Springs, right, right outside of Hickory, and uh, this is a permanent spot for you guys, right? This is, it stays there year-round. Uh. Yeah, so so for technically, so that's actually a funny point. Uh, I, Google and Facebook are showing our address as Connolly Springs, uh-huh. um, but our address is Hickory. Okay, it, it is. It's Hickory. It's always been Hickory, but we're all, we're kind of in Road Hiss. It, it you know like we're inside of Road Hiss, although we're out of the county limits. Um, out. You know, we're out of the county, so our address is Hickory. But Google keeps changing that to Conley Springs right. for some reason. But as long as it gets them there, you know, that's the main thing. So, uh, but yeah, it is permanent. Um, a lot of people, you know, are surprised when they find out that it's my full-time job and has been for a while now. Um, you know, they say, when, when you start working on it, you know. and <laughs> November mean, 1st. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, we don't stop. Yeah. You know, it's a, it's a full-time job, man. It's uh it, it really is. You, you work all year long and do every single little detail and every single attraction throughout all of the premises just to get it ready. And then, you know, season comes and then you've got thousands of people that are going to be coming through and, you know, all kinds of people. Some of them get scared and start you know, it's like a bull in a china shop, you know, literally. Uh, and then some people, you know, we've got some people who try to be aggressive and we have to deal with those issues. But needless to say, you know, not only when we're building sets, you know, we build the building and we do it structurally sound, you know, and, and we build our stuff to last, you know, just like you would uh, even more so than a house sometimes, um, you know, and, and then so it takes a lot of work, a lot of detail and a lot of preparation. People really have no idea how much goes into it. Right. And you guys do change your set a lot. Um, what, what's the uh, what's the most uh, challenging thing that you guys go through every year? The most challenging every year. Um, good question. Well, I tell you um, what. Let's just say this. Um, I know this year there's been a lot of challenges for everybody through COVID. Oh. You know how? You know what type of um, 
what type of things have you had to do different? If you've had to do anything different with, uh, with the pandemic going on? So the biggest challenge this year was uh, the anxiety leading up to season. So uh-huh. the shutdown started, literally the shutdowns started throughout the country right before the big trade show we go to each year. Each year we go to Transworld uh, Halloween and Attractions Trade Show in St. Louis, Missouri. Okay. Uh, and that is in mid to late March. So we had that scheduled and planned. And literally the week before that, is when uh, the shutdown started in major cities. So North Carolina was still open, but uh, you know St. Louis shut down. So from there on, and, and I had already started our new attraction, which is Aquaphobia. Um, and from there on, you know, it was basically a matter of okay, are we going to be able to open? What do we need to do? Um, you know, and and where are the guidelines we can find? And we we got a lot of guidelines up in May, but then really between May, late May, and all the way up to a month maybe before season, there wasn't a whole lot of guidelines coming out for us. You know, so it was extremely difficult. And to be honest, a lot of us haunt owners across the the state and country, uh, major haunts, I'll say, uh, we all, you know, had to had to talk with each other and, you know, conference calls and things like that, and all working together on our plans and preparations to make sure that everybody was on the same page and prepared uh, when the time came. And then, you know, ironically, the week before we are opening date, well, we did postpone our season by a week. And then a week before we opened, um, we actually got went ahead and went into phase three. So, man, it was uh, yeah, it a was a blessing for sure. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. And you know, a part of you know everything that you guys do requires manpower and teamwork and and all that good stuff. How many how many employees do you guys have? I mean, how many people are out there just scaring the bejesus out of your visitors? Because <laughs> when I went, it felt like there was a hundred people in that place. You're not. You're close. So uh, on any given night, we uh, we really should. Uh, we need about uh, eighty to ninety employees total. Um, so then, therefore, you know, total on payroll on staff, uh, you're looking at you know one hundred and fifty that we have uh, just seasonal um, is how many we have on staff. Wow, that's great, man. That's uh, you know, I. I, I I think I figured it was going to be that that high, but um, you know what? What I thought was just awesome is the you know the amount of folks that are in costume out there that are just there's from the time you walk in until the time you leave, you know, you, there's always something going on. You know, you have the the pavilion or midway. I think you call it the midway, correct? Yep. And, uh, you know, so you have like basically sideshows and then you have the whole main attraction. You've got concessions and all kinds of cool stuff like like, are you the is this one of the bigger haunts around? Uh, Yes. So there's, um, you know, there's some some good haunts across the state. uh, But as far as uh, nearby, uh, yes, absolutely. I would uh, and not to sound arrogant in any way, but, um, you know, just. The, the fact is, I would argue that there's not a longer haunt as far as distance, space. Um, you know, there may be some smaller haunts that could keep you in there for longer, right? Because uh, they have time and they don't have as many customers coming. So, you know, they can stop you and do a skit and stuff. 
Uh, but as far as size, length, um, you know, definitely, yeah, you know, we are, you know, the biggest haunt, you know, within definitely within two hours uh, radius for sure. Right. It, it, when I, whenever we went two years ago, that was my first time uh, going to your spot. Yeah, and I remember. From um, from when we walked in to, uh, to when we left the the main attraction, I, I think it was like like forty five minutes or something like that, and like that's like so like bang for your buck, man. That is a great deal. Yeah. So uh, Norm, actually, uh, well, first of all, thank you. I appreciate the compliment. Yeah. Because um, uh, we we really have worked hard on it. I mean, uh, but the uh, the thing is, is is building it. Um, you know, I wanted to build from the ground up, so not to get off track, but, you know, some attractions, they want to open, and then from the get-go, you know, they put a large part of their budget into advertising just to get people out there as almost like a cash grab. Whereas from the beginning, I wanted to build ours like a business, because it is a business, right. and uh, uh, so I built it from the, you know, from the inside out, and it, it, it took a team of so many people, but that's all the way from fire safety to the buildings, uh, structurally sound to the electrical and then to the sets and the lighting and the props, um, and the scare spots basically from the inside out. And then, and then I said, okay, now I feel comfortable advertising and, uh, and advertising to any haunt customer in the United States and having them coming to our attraction and they will see that it is more bang for their buck than they paid for. Because the the industry standard, to come back to your question, um, the standard for a haunt is a dollar per minute. So, you know, you're looking at our average general admission ticket price is about 25 bucks. Um, so, you know, $25 and you're looking at a dollar a minute is the standard it would 25 minutes and it would be worth it. So like you said, you're looking at 45 minutes walkthrough time, not including the midway and the side attractions and everything else. Um, so yeah, you know, that's something we get a lot is like, um, or not a lot, but some, you know, local folks that have never been before and aren't necessarily enthusiasts, they come and then, you know, the, well, before they come, they're like, well, that's pricey for a haunt. You know, but but they don't they don't know how much we put into it, right? And, and and how much it takes. Like truly, truly, trust me, it has been. It was a long time before this business turned any sort of profit whatsoever. Yeah, right. I mean, everything has gone back into it. You know, all the way up until I mean, you know, we 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 were borrowing money every single year just to get open until literally. Um, literally maybe last year, maybe, um, was the first year that we were able to comfortably open without, uh, you know, going in debt. Um, or, or maybe it was this year, I don't recall, but, uh, anyways, uh, yeah. So, so it, you know, we feel it's valuable and especially considering all the, the work that we've put in over the years, uh, we, we certainly hope that the customers appreciate it. No, absolutely. Absolutely. And, you, you know, I, and I fell into that category too, Ron, you know, whenever we were talking about reviewing Lake Hickory Haunts a couple of years ago, we looked at the ticket prices. I was like, dang, I was like, I was like, what is this place? Because I have I've never been. And I show up and I'm like, holy cow. I was like, this is, this is the real deal. This looks like, 
the freaking renaissance, like a haunted renaissance fair. I mean, this thing is enormous, you know, and and that's what I want to, to stress to our listeners is like, this is not just like a, a haunted trail put on by a church, not to down <laughs> haunted trails put on by a church. But you know right. what I'm saying? Like this thing is a full blown production that, and, and if you didn't know it was there and you go, you're going to want to go every year because you guys do change a lot of stuff from year to year, right? Right. Um, so uh, and, and I do remember on the podcast, uh, I, I remember you saying, uh, when I listened to it, uh, they, you said, uh, you know, I don't know where they get their actors from, if they bring them in from out of town, if it's like a circus uh, or you, you yeah. know, something along those lines. And I wanted to, to make a note to say, uh, no, uh, the majority, if not all of our actors are lo- not all of them. Most of them are local. Uh, some we bring in with special guest actors. We had the screen used uh, Jeepers Creepers truck here uh, last weekend. Um, and we do different things like that. But our actors deserve the credit as well as our actor trainers. So, uh, right. you know, we, we have a great, uh, you know, training team. Uh, and a great acting manager whose name is Ali, who works very hard with our actors. And uh, we're proud of the fact that most of our actors didn't have experience before working here, right. as well as our makeup artists, by the way. Oh, really? So if, yeah, so if you notice any makeup that looked cool or looked good... These, you know, these these folks, they've they've self been self taught and taught by us from the ground up. Right. Um, almost all of our makeup artists have. So, um, anyways, I, I got off topic on that. No, oh, your man, question for sure. You know, and 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 I and I tell you what, just kind of it, it, it turned on a light bulb for me is you know you were on uh, John Reap's podcast uh, this week too and. I, I watched it. It was hilarious. I love watching John and Isaiah get yeah. scared. It was really funny. Uh, you guys funny. can check him out uh, on the mesh too. Um, but you know, when I heard those blood curdling screams from those scary people, man, I was like, okay, first of all, that sounds like something out of like a Hollywood film. And that, now it all kind of comes together because like, if these people were like basically trained to, to do that, it makes completely sense. Complete, complete sense. Because I, I was, I get freaked out about stuff like that, obviously, but you know, I just thought it was great. It was fantastic for whatever you know for 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 what you guys are doing, man. It is it is so wild. I can't even, I can't even explain it. <laughs> well, uh, well, really, I, I appreciate that. It means a lot because I mean that's why that's why I do it and that's why we do it. You know, is to provide an experience, uh, right? You know, and, and we start training. By the way, we start training in the summer. Hey guys, this is Moose. I just want to take a quick second to interrupt the podcast and thank our sponsors, Time Genies. Karen Tonks and her crew over at Time Genies can make your life so much easier. Time Genies can clean and organize your home and business. They can stage your house before you put it on the market. They can help you move after it sells, or they can help you just run errands for you on a busy day. We use Time Genies over here at the Mesh Studios, and we really couldn't be happier with their services. Visit www time-genies.com for more details and now back to street circle drive here on the mesh i mean we're we're actor training in the summer so and and makeup training so you know it like i said i mean we uh when we charge when, when okay of course i as the owner i make the decision what we charge so when i charge a price our that ticket is going to be more valuable than what we're charging because 
you know, that that's what I want. I want to provide more value than we're asking for in return. So like, for example, we have our VIP passes uh, that we offer, which is uh, 55 um, plus tax, of course. Uh, but that that includes immediate access to the front door, uh, free uh, uh, VIP T-shirt and two midway attractions of your choice, which are normally $5 a piece. Right. So, and just so you know, over the years, customers have got those and realized the value of them. And then this year, we've already sold out of how many VIP passes we have twice. We've already sold out of them twice. So, you know, people are buying them like crazy because of that value. Um, and then, uh, like you said, uh, to circle back around to do we change stuff? Uh, yes, we're, we're always doing something new. We're always trying to reinvent the wheel. Um, we don't necessarily change. I mean, we don't change all of the sets, like as far as going in and because uh, some other haunts you go to may be temporary structures, right? Um, whereas the majority of ours are not temporary. They are permanent. Um, you know, for example, we have uh, Descent that we built in 2018, uh, which I'm sure you remember going through, uh, which I th- that would have been the year you went, probably. Right, Descent yeah. was new. Um, so Descent is literally underground. It's 12 feet underground. And, you know, we had to bring in, um, let's see, it was about 100 uh, 6,000 pound retaining blocks to stack up uh, underground after digging it. Right. And then we, we brought in four decommissioned oil drums and I had my uh, fabricator plasma cut uh, doors in those. And then, I mean, man, you, you know, just so much work. And then this year we have aquaphobia where you walk across the water on a floating dock uh, literally out over the water and then go into a fishing village, which by the way, aquaphobia is the coolest, most detailed, most elaborate, and amazing attraction we've ever built by far, hands down. It is good enough to be a Disney or Universal queue line. Right. I, I would I would bet money on that. That's awesome, man. So hey, if uh, and I know you're a busy, man. So I'm gonna let you go. So if our listeners are you know want to go buy tickets, how can they do that? How can they find you? Uh. So uh, best way is lakehickoryhaunts.com. That's always the go-to. You can pretty much find everything we have from there. Um, or lakehickoryhaunts.com forward slash tickets. Uh, and there's a tickets tab there on the website. Uh, we do have a, a different calendar this year, which is color-coded uh, by green, yellow, orange, red, and then black. Uh, so the green nights, uh, and the purpose of that, by the way, is for crowd level. So green night means go. That means it's least busy, and it's also the least expensive to entice people to come on those nights. Sure. And then you go up to the red nights, and that means don't come, don't go, you know, and and the ticket prices are more expensive because of the crowd levels. Right. And then the black dates are our blackout nights when we turn the lights off at the end of the season, uh, 13th and 14th. Uh, which is Friday the 13th. Um, and uh, yeah, man, this this year is such a cool year. I, yeah, I, no doubt. You know, not, Friday the 13th, Halloween on a Saturday night. And worked and, out good for you guys. Hey, Halloween is a full moon oh, this year. Oh, man. And a Saturday. That's cool. And October 1st was a full moon, too. So it's, uh, man, it's, it's exciting. Man, but uh, yes, we're, we're asking customers buy tickets online. Um, please, 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 because on-site tickets uh, may and will sell out. So uh, buy tickets online, uh, arrive early, 
uh, wear your PPE mask or face covering uh, for your safety and our uh, customers and employees safety. And uh, yeah, LakeHickoryHaunts.com is the way to go. Awesome, man. Well, I'd like to thank Ryan Settlemeyer again from Lake Hickory Haunts, man. I can't, I can't wait to go and see Aquaphobia and, um, and and get my pants scared off again because it's it, I, I'm due, I think. I'm due. Yeah, Moose, I, I, I appreciate it. Thanks a lot for having me on, man. And uh, I'm looking forward to you guys coming out. So yeah. let me know. Let me know when you guys want to come out. I'll make sure that we uh, take care of you guys really well. You got it, man. I really appreciate it. Again, this is Ryan Sonomar from Lake Hickory Haunts. And this has been Street Circle Drive here on The Mesh. You've been listening to The Mesh, an online media network of shows and programs ranging from business to arts, sports to entertainment, music to community. All programs are available on the website as well as through iTunes and YouTube. Check us out online at themesh.tv. Discover other network shows and give us feedback on what you just heard.